you red. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, fuck me. Yeah, fuck <laughs> me. Um, well, I mean, I won't say my opinion yet. That's the okay. intro of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, that's going to be the intro. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Horny Book Club. I'm Mia. I'm Alice. I'm Ellen. And today we are talking about Get a Life, Chloe Brown. Oh yeah! We are so excited for this one. They clearly broke at my excitement. <laughs> Thank you, Talia Hibbert, for making oh, this book. Oh my god. Making this. Making it. Handcrafting it. it. So the book is centred around Chloe Brown, the eldest of three Brown sisters. The book begins with Chloe almost being hit by a car and realising that life flashed before her eyes, nothing happened. It's boring as hell. <laughs> so like chicken run. <laughs> Yeah. My entire life, that's <laughs> my eyes. It was really boring. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Chloe Brown. <laughs> and she's like, things need to change. My life needs to change. I want to get a life. Hence I've... the title. title of the book. <laughs> that's the title <laughs> of the book. <laughs> that meme of Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> so she like makes a list, all the things she wants to achieve to get a life. The first thing she does, move out. Easy. Literally a week, she's moved out. And that's when we meet oh, yeah. Red. Redford. The superintendent of the f- like the whole building that she's living in. She lives in the ground floor flat. And there's tension straight away. Straight away, they don't like each other. And we're like, why? Why don't they like each other? Because both- they're horny. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, right? But have you ever been mean because you were horny? Well, it's like the classic, mean. like, no. treat him mean, keep him king. But I, spent, I think it's like it's you f- don't know how to deal with your horniness, so you're like... Mm. Fuck you, man. Fake enemies to lovers again. That's it. It's fake enemies. Fake Mm. enemies to lovers. That's so it. Yeah. So then Redford eventually helps her complete her list. So that's the whole premise of the book. So Mm. Mm, it is. (laughs) She also, to point out, has chronic illnesses and she she has fibromyalgia, which means she deals with a lot of chronic pain and chronic fatigue. So that obviously helps and hinders parts of her list. It hinders more than helps, I would say. Um, but so that has impacted her life and that perhaps why she's not done as much as she might like and uh, makes her want to do more. Doesn't want to let her chronic illnesses hold her back anymore. I think like maybe the first point about it, the thing, one of the things that stands out to me the most about it, apart from the fact that it's a great horny book, is that it's a really cool representation of someone with a chronic illness. That I think like as a person without one, I was like, oh, I feel like I really get it more I feel- <laughs> you get I really it get it actually <laughs> I understand now um like I really understand more about what it's like to yeah. sort of be yeah. living with chronic illness and try- trying to you know do all this stuff be in a relationship have sex but also like you know climb a fucking tree go camping blah yeah. blah blah whilst still being like I'm a f- five out of ten pain right now yeah. that kind of thing so so we have mentioned before on the podcast I do have a chronic illness I have very similar illnesses to Chloe Brown. And I remember the first time we read it, because we have all read this book before, mm. I think one of you, both of you, did say that to me. Like, it helped me understand a little bit more. She like, understand you so well. Yeah. well. Thank you so much. <laughs> but it helped you to understand my, like, day-to-day yeah. life a bit more. Yeah. Struggles. And that was really, really nice, because, I mean, Chloe says it in the book as well. It's a very, like, lonely... Uh, lonely illness, lonely way of living. So I, when I first read this, and the second time I've read it, and every time I think about it, I'm so grateful that this book exists for chronic illness representation, 
Um, because people, it's an invisible thing, and people go like, "Oh no, not saying, not saying, don't, not don't mm. believe you," but they don't understand the extent to mm. which. Well, even in the book, she had a partner. Was it a fiance or an ex? Yeah, fiance. And he, he didn't believe her. He mm. just like, well, there's no proof. We can't see the illness, mm. so therefore you're lying. I was like, well, that's you know, absolute and you would not bullshit. Yeah, but people have said that to me and to every person I know with mm. a chronic illness. That's yeah, an My invisible illness. <laughs> chronic illness support yeah. gang. Oh. Yeah. Um, everyone I know has had that said to them. So no, it is. I'm very grateful for this book, and also I love that it shows that you can be chronically ill be in a lot of pain and still be fucking sexy yeah and still have sex yeah. and still have a great time and still enjoy it and i mean red i mean we'll get fully into this but red you know <laughs> he's kind of a it's like bare minimum stuff but it's so like touching oh because yeah it's like yeah. general like general niceness to someone with a chronic illness and understanding that chloe will not be able to be thrown up against a wall you know won't be able to be doing super violent, super rough, super vigorous stuff, but he still has a great time as well. Mm. And it just made me think, like, oh, yes, thank you. And people can be really mean. People can be really mean about chronic illnesses and sex. And um, it's a great book to show that Chloe can still be sexy and love sex, but also for Red, that if you are having sex with someone with a chronic illness, it's not going to be like, well, this is fucking boring. Yeah. I think, do you know what I mean? It's quite good as well because it's not necessarily the whole plot. She's not, we're not constantly being like, and Chloe did this, but at the same time, she was chronically ill, and this happened, and she was chronically ill, like blah, blah, blah. Like, it, you know, it's there, it's in the background, but it's not your focus of the plot. The focus of the plot is their relationship and the way they communicate and this, that sort of thing. So it's kind of just like great representation, isn't it? Because you're not just making it super obvious, yeah. making a massive stereotype out of it. It's just like, this character just happens to be like this. But also they yeah. are in a relationship. You know? Yeah, 100%. It's like a romance book that just has like some... I can't think of the right word. Not adapting, like Not like adaptations. Like it has like... Ex- almost like accessibility. Like creates room mm. for someone with a chronic illness in a romance book. Without it being a book about chronic yeah. illness. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like you say. <laughs> Big fan. Yeah. Big fan. And was so... So touched by this book. Really, but, but also the bar is on the fucking floor. But also the bar is on the fucking ground because all he does is like not slam her into a wall. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, romance. He's such a nice guy. No, he's not on. telling her she's boring in bed because she can't. <laughs> when she's like having a pain flare up, he like doesn't make her have sex with him. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Makes her some dinner. Wow. What a kid. And I was like, oh, what an angel. And then I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Bar is on the ground. Bar's on the fucking floor. <laughs> no. Yeah. So to start it off. Out of five stars, what are we rating it, girls? What are we rating it? It's really difficult, because actually I was thinking back to our previous podcasts, and I was like, oh, what did I rate the other books? Because I don't want to... I don't want to give this one five stars, but then what did I rate Fifty Shades? Like, four? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You rated Fifty Shades, like, three. You rated like, Fifty Shades, three, yeah. <laughs> no, it was two and a half. Two, two and, and a half, half okay. like, that's five out of ten. I think I rate this a four. Because... It's really enjoyable. Things, all the things we've just said, obviously. Um, sex is really good, as we'll get to. Um, it's well written. The plot is good. The sex is good. All of these things. But there are a couple of things where I was just like, "That's fucking cheesy. Mm. That's oh, too yes, cheesy. So I can't much. really cope." Um, Button. 
I am rating it. I, I hate me my decimal points, but mine is like. <laughs> you love decimal points. You love decimal points. It's like four point seven five. Really? Wow. I know. I'm obsessed with this book. No good. The yeah. only thing I don't like about it is button. Button. It's, oh, and baby button. for you, you won't like. Yeah, but um, buttons worse than baby. Not to be a dick, but like I don't like the way that she describes how she dresses. Yeah, but I'm like not... vintage skirts. I'm like, oh. That's like because it's not your vibe. I feel like some people would be like, oh yeah, retro, retro skirt with the fake buttons. Oof. <laughs> Redford clearly thought that. The fucking circle skirt. I'm just like, why would she dress like that? There's no like the buttons thing. I understand with the cardigans, the fake cardigans, but there's no really like explanation as to why she dresses like it's the fifties. She just likes it. I loved it. I really did. There wasn't enough sex. That's I mean, fair. So, mm. I mean, spoiler alert, but this whole thing is going to be a spoiler alert. They only have sex at the end, technically. Uh, arguably, argu- penetrative, penetrative. <laughs> penetrative. 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 Right, you're saying different no, things. No, I'm sure. saying it right. Penetrative. 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 No, still no. Yeah, that was right. That was, that was right. right. I, I mimicked the way you said it. Penetrative. Oh, I really don't like how much we're saying it. I now. am keeping all of this. Oh, no. <laughs> Penetrative. Say no. no! <laughs> I might go. No. <laughs> Say penis and vagina if you want. Penis and vagina. Not what did you say? I mean, I'm not a robot. Penis and vagina. Penis and vagina. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Okay, but isn't what I would to argue against that? Isn't Eve Brown your favorite one of these ones? And they only have sex once yeah. there's only two sexes in that book I don't know I thought Chloe Brown could be a bit like a little bit there was too much miscommunication with the two of them and that kind of miscommunication riles me up mm. really don't like it so I found I just wanted to scream at them and that's not really what I want in a book I want to I want to enjoy it I want them to have a smooth ride um, also I'm comparing it to the other two which I preferred so just like naturally it's lost a point because it isn't my favourite mm. but I do love it I loved it so much I was so when I when we were all like oh we're going to read it again I was like oh this could be you know just read a book again loved it I was so happy me too because <laughs> yeah, I read it this too. year I was like oh, I just can't really be honest like I, I basically remember the plot and then I was reading it and I was like oh that's really good I should yeah. <laughs> it is really good it's really good what I would say is when you're saying that there isn't loads of sex like they only have penetrative <laughs> sex once is that the other times it's like they're either interrupted or she's in too much pain no. and i liked that because that's real life i think it's yeah i i, I agree with you and i agree with both of you actually i think it's like really interesting because it's like it's a like quite a for me anyway realistic representation of what like sexual encounters can be like in the sense that she doesn't fucking touch him that's what you said to me earlier like she just doesn't touch him he doesn't I i've made a note of that i was and like i love that yeah it was like she's come twice nothing good <laughs> yeah so like men you like you have the scene where he's doing a wank oh yeah which somehow is hot it's yeah. amazing yeah it's a great scene. I, I was reading it and i was like oh, i forgot about this this is great um but then he doesn't come and then obviously you have the scene outside on the steps of the statue. Great. And then you have the bit just like in her flat. Yeah. Um, and then you have when they have sex in the tent. And he only comes when they have sex in the tent. Yeah. And um, even then it's like not a huge thing. It's not really about him. I feel like even to him, 
he only comes like straight after she's come. Yeah, but don't you like that? Oh no, I, oh, yeah, yeah, that was great. Female yeah. pleasure. This book is all about yeah. Chloe Brown getting her rocks off, and I'm here for it. How do we rate Red Redford? In what sense? Just in general, like what do we think about him? I feel like we all would have slightly different thoughts on Red. I'm, I'll say my opinion first. Mm. So his personality, I'm attracted to. His body very attractive like he's strong he picks her up all the time i'm like oh, i would love that non-stop yeah i just want to be flying all the time <laughs> but it's the hair for me that Ugh. loses it because of the color it's ginger i think family i'm like ew no near as a ginger yeah for I, listeners. <laughs> and i just honestly so am i <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i automatically think family i'm like oh that's it grows and i also think like would it be a weasley situation anything <laughs> yeah the dream for you this is why i'm no because you want to shag george don't you fred get it right fred, i'm so sorry that's why i'm here which was the dead one fred oh, oh well rest in peace R.I.P. it'll never be i love every like physically i'm very attracted to redford and i the first time i read it i really wasn't i think i must have missed some description of him the first mm. time i read it because i pictured him as a much like scrawnier dorky kind of guy i don't know why mm. and then this time obviously they described him and it's like he's shredded he's got really amazing shoulders he's covered in tattoos and i was like did i fucking miss something yeah, last yeah. time i must have missed a page or a line or something because that's not how i pictured him i find the vibe but like the kind of bad boy with a heart of gold vibe very very attractive and mm. like all the tats but then I was I was having another look at some of the tap the bits that I tapped and it's like his tattoos are very like old timey. <laughs> what were they? It's like like roses and, and like watches an and an um, anchor and but like she's like but they're not traditionally coloured as they would be they're like black, black and, and white, white which and is his like, only redeeming uh, <laughs> thing about those tattoos is that they're black and white rather than coloured. But no, I find him like yeah, I find him very hot. He's like my fred weasley grown up kind of dream and also i'm ginger i like gingers that's so i'm like <laughs> i luckily don't see my family when i look at gingers yeah. so i'm all here for redford <laughs> and i i just like him as a person he's very very nice he's a bit boring as a lot of male uh, characters and romances are they're not as fleshed out. Obviously. He was funnier than I remember, though, as well. Like, he made me, like, chuckle a little bit. I was like, oh, surprised. I remember him being a bit of a wet wipe, but he really wasn't. Mm. He's not a wet wipe, but I do think he has a slight, like, almost sense of humour bypass. Or, like, his sense of humour is really weird. Or just, like, the jokes that they have together. I'm just like, someone, one of them will say something, the other one's like, ha ha. And I'm like, was that funny? Was that funny? You guys just want to fuck each other. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> It's, we've all been there yeah no. <laughs> uh, yeah i think he's like a really interesting character i don't personally find him attractive because how he's described is just exactly like someone not exactly like but quite like someone who i used to date um just like the long ginger hair basically and then every time she mentions it i'm like <laughs> um every time Boom. every time they're in, they're in a sex scene and then she's like his fucking long red hair fell in front of her like silk i'm like i now i'm not into this anymore um but yeah, he's definitely like, you know, I think the fact that he's an artist, he's quite deep. The fact that he starts going to therapy. Oh, oh nothing more attractive than a man in therapy. Um, Understand your emotions. Yeah. But yeah, I think he, uh, yeah, I don't think we necessarily get 
as much detail about him as you would like he's not super fleshed out and she knows she drops in random things of you know his trauma with his ex and this stuff about his how his granddad used to take him camping and that sort of stuff and the like thing about how his mum's quite weird and she like he hints at the fact that she's got an abusive partner and you're like are we, yeah. gonna, are we ever gonna get anything on that okay why why put that in there then really weird um but yeah i think he's fine i don't love him it's but it's interesting because i'm like out of the three men mm. of the three books he's probably the one that i would date interesting because i would because you've already dated him <laughs> because i've already dated him and therefore i can say with certainty that i would date him <laughs> another jacket red hair fuck it out <laughs> i just think he's a very all-round good egg he's got yeah. a bit of everything that you could want in a man and he's a bit edgy I like that she shows that men can be in abusive relationships too and how it like took him a while to recover and how it kind of impacted his life so much and he did end up in therapy. It was none of this like, oh, rub some dirt in it and you'll be fine. Like he's deeply impacted by this and he understands that and he wants to... And he recognises, sorry, he recognises it when he's like triggered and, you know, like at the end when he's like, shit, definitely reacted faith in my life um like i only do think that's quite a nice quality in a man and he's very sort of gentle he's very like understanding with her again the bar's on the fucking floor but he's still nice um yeah he's nice he's nice i like mm. him but i can never be in it 100 no i'm like <laughs> if it's just if his hair was a different fucking color it would have been fine and shorter for me I don't like long hair, really. No. How long is it meant to be? Like, shoulder length. Right. So, on the the front cover of the book, it's shoulder length. But the way they describe it, I feel like it's a bit longer. Mm. Oh, I always Because she's always like the, like the sheet, shoulder. The sheet of hair. Yeah. The silk. <laughs> and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Yeah. Shave it off. But yeah, the artist bit, like topless him, like shredded oh. painting. I was like, oh, okay. I imagine with a nice little, like, man bun in with his little fringe bits at the front aka me <laughs> when she's like he even am i attracted to red because we kind of look the same you are famously shredded i'm famously <laughs> shredded <laughs> got mum tattooed on my knuckles oh okay that's yeah that was a no she's like you're a mummy's boy and he's like i'm not and then she's like you've got mum tattooed on your hand what was your favorite horny scene mine's a toss-up between <laughs> <laughs> between to be honest i I really liked the wanking scene. <laughs> it's not my favourite. I just think cracking the scene, well written, mm-hmm. and a shock, and a pleasant surprise, I would say. And just a nice bit of like, like you said, Red doesn't get to come until the end of the book. Poor man. So like, yeah, show him being a, a sexual man and show him having his attraction to Chloe. And I was just shocked. I remember the first time reading it, because that's the first sexy scene that's like 80 pages in. The first time I was reading it, I was like, I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't know it was going to be super smutty. I remember, say, getting to, like, page 79 and being like, oh, this book's great. I'm going to recommend it to my mum. <laughs> and then, like, turn the pages about him, like, wanking whilst, like, cupping his balls and thinking about her tits. Oh and yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to recommend this one to my mum, actually. Uh, I don't know how she'll feel about this scene. I feel like Red was really neutral. He was really, like, 
respect not respectful i guess not the right word but like yeah really neutral just a nice guy then all of a sudden he had the dream he was like oh when i came on her tits oh yeah. she loved it <laughs> and then woke up and then you know struggled all day having an erection i don't i don't know, I don't know if i agree actually because he there's quite a lot of bits where previously he's like oh and i was looking at her fucking calves oh the calves and, yeah. and he loves her thighs and i was looking yeah. at her th- i was looking at her little fucking glasses i just want to take her glasses off and like but isn't that quite sweet almost he's like oh i'm looking at her calves no because like, he's looking at her calves and he's like, I want to fuck a calf, basically. I think he's not <laughs> fuck it. But That's no. not what he like. He only says like, oh, I really like them. I like the curve of them and all that kind of thing. Just like insinuating. And then this one, it was straight to. I know. That was <laughs> a shock. Yeah, I think that scene is like weirdly hot, like confusingly hot for me because I normally I'm like, whatever. There's not a woman involved. Yeah, there's not a woman involved. Unbothered. I don't care. But like, do you think there's yeah. like the time element? He's like, oh, it's only going to take a minute. Like and, the whole, I, yeah. Yeah. and then I liked that like she was the one that interrupted him like That's someone knocked really at the hot. door <laughs> yeah exactly because then that whole scene goes on and you're like haha I know what you were just doing like, <laughs> and he like and she sits on his on like, his bed yeah. and then he like accidentally pulls on top of him and then they're like Oh, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, her breasts were on my chest. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So <laughs> but, okay, right. If it wasn't that one, it, it would be the scene where they're in her apartment, in her flat. Um, and he just like thinks her and goes down on her because she's in too much pain to have any other sex. I like that because there's a there's um there's a few lines in it that I really really enjoyed. So they're like having a real nice kiss and like oh yeah doing sexy things, and then <laughs> he pulls back kissing from her and he's like slow down Chloe and he's like she gets up upset. To, that she that he slows down. She's like, oh my gosh, she doesn't want this, you know, blah blah blah. Because it's the first time that they've been like romantic with each other. Because the scene before that, they're just outside fingering each other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, each other. <laughs> um, and then so this is the first time they've been like romantic, and they've acknowledged that they really like each other. They don't just fancy each other; they like each other. And um, he's like, oh no, I don't want you. Don't pull away. Like this is your spot now. Blah blah blah. And he goes, and when I slow down, I meant give me a second before I come, not go away. And she's like, oh, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> and then they're talking about her pain. And this is like my favourite, one of my favourite lines in the whole book. They're talking about the pain because she's like, no, let's have sex, let's have sex. And he's like, no, like, you're ill. <laughs> let's not. I don't want the first time that we have sex to be when you're in pain. Mm-hmm. And um, she's going like, oh, yeah, the doctors say endorphins like a good pain release. And he says orgasms cause endorphins right she says they do and he goes want one and i was like yes. <laughs> yeah. i was like that would that line would get me into bed i'm not joking like, also, is it that scene or is it an scene where she's like oh i've got that like patch of painkiller on yeah and literally she, next yeah and she's like it stops me from being able to i like you know it's quite difficult and then he's like mm, do you want to try and yeah. i'm like yeah. yeah yeah i just i that love nice. the stuff that he says to her and then oh there's also this line in it this is when he realised that her cardigans have fake buttons on as well. The betrayal. But he goes like, they're like proper snogging, like going into the room, rah, rah, rah. And he, um, he wrapped his big hands around her bare ankles and muttered, you always, you always wear those fucking shoes and these skirts. You drive me out of my mind. He let go, flicked one of the buttons on her jumper and then frowned, fiddled with it for a moment. Chloe, are these buttons fake? You and your fucking cardigans, your fake fucking cardigans. And he's like, just so like, ah, I just get naked, I want to make you come. And it's just like, I love it. I love that he like finds her annoying, but loves it. And it turns him on at the same time. So he's like, his fucking shoes, fucking skits, fucking skits. And I'm like, oh, I see. That's why he's into it. I yeah, because he hates it. So um, I'd be like, take off the fucking 
fucking skeetle. <laughs> and then yeah, when she goes to... The 50s is not. <laughs> Put some trousers <laughs> on. Sick of it. And like when she goes to uh, take her bra off and he goes, woman, don't take that thing off unless you want me to die. <laughs> and yeah. I like, just love how much he's just obsessed with her in this scene. I think he is a really good example of how to do dirty talking. Mm. Like, like 90% com- of the time, not all the time, not when he says there's stuff in that um, tent scene, which it makes and me cringe. But... There's another thing that he says, I want to make you cry, I bet you, I bet you get like that, don't oh, you? Oh yeah. When it's too much, when it feels too good. And I've said, it was like, I'd find this shocking, but she's on board. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you want me to cry? And she's oh. like, oh my gosh, you know, and I'm like, oh for goodness sake. Yeah, I bet you're a crier, and I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I cry too. Yes, actually. <laughs> Not in that context. No. Um, oh, see, I didn't mind. I didn't mind that the bit in the tent where he's like, um, um, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have to find it." Do you want me to slide into that pretty pussy yeah. tonight or oh, something? Slide. It's a, it's a slide. slide for me. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, I just looked at my quotes. I said, "Yeah, that quote," and I wrote "ew" in yeah. capital letters. <laughs> that's but that's the only like one I can really remember being like, "Oh for fuck's sake, shut up!" Don't no. ruin it. Yeah, I've made a note that he's really good at it. Yeah. I just in comparison to like you know Wes Daniels for example um, <laughs> yeah. Wes Daniels the epitome of like a screaming don't bitch. think of my age yeah. <laughs> I'm old I'm old I'm young I'm young <laughs> whereas fucking Red's just like yeah good yeah. I, like, I like your shoes yeah <laughs> your shoes mate your shoes give me a boner I'm gonna come now because of your shoes yeah and she's like nice that's as well actually don't come I don't want you to he's like okay um, I think my so I just favorite. saw another cracking line from this. Go on then. Is when because she's still like, let's have sex, let's have sex, and he he's like, no, um, not in like a weird way, just in like she's really horny and is like, I want to have sex, and he's like, no, you're in too much pain. I would like to preface, not in a not in a weird, assaulting way. Um, I'm not rushing this. Also, I don't think you have condoms. Uh, don't you have one in your wallet or something? He snorted. You're confused about the state of my sex life. No, there's not a condom in my wallet. And even if there was, I wouldn't give it, give you what you want. I need to take my time and I like hearing you beg. Oh. He mentions a few times about making a beg. And I was like, that's The bit where hard. he's, but just before they have sex in the tent. And he's like, wouldn't you like it if I told you what to do? And she's like, no, absolutely not. And he's like, you definitely would. And she's like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> but this is the thing. He does that in a way that like, not to go back to our main man Wes Daniels mm. but he does that Talia Hibbert just gets that on like that nail on the head of like him being in control and being like you like this you you know rah, 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 I want to make you beg you know you're a crier without it being Wes like tell me that you don't think about your anxieties yeah. <laughs> you know here's an anxiety How, you don't fucking think about it do you blah 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 like there's none of that like it's she fun. Yeah. So, like fun and flirty rather than and being consensual. like oh stop <laughs> Gaslighting her during sex, tools of engagement. Tally Hibbert does the sex scenes very, very well. She's great. She's so good. Mm. <laughs> My favorite one is the one where they're outside. Me too. Mm. Me too. So good. And I'm like, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, could never, would never, because I would just be like, I'm nervous. But like, so the situation is one of the things on her list is go one night out or something. Yeah. yeah. And he takes her on a night out and then she's like, ah, actually, I don't really like it. And you're like, yeah, shock. I, I, I figured that one out for you. Then he takes her to this art gallery and they get a bit of his history and they feel quite close to each other, right? And then they, she's in quite a lot of pain because they've been walking quite a lot and they sit down on the like steps of this statue in mm. whatever fancy town this is. Um, 
And then they're like, I can't remember how it happens. She sat in front of him, and then yeah, she sat on like a lower step, I think. And then he's on like the highest step, like behind her, yeah. with arms around. And they're just kind of like they just basically they're just, just doing a lot of like dirty talk. Yeah, she basically just starts dirty talking to her, and then he just thinks it. And it's but it's amazing. He tell he's like, touch yourself. Yeah. And then she's like, oh my gosh. And then she, oh, and he didn't let me do it. His his hand followed my hand. <laughs> she like, was all ready for it. But he's like, what they describe as like slowly circling mm. her while like dirty talk, mm. while doing dirty talk. And I'm like, oh, and he knows he, what he's and doing. And then he like gets you horny and he's like, show me your tits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a shock. So funny. <laughs> really crappy. It was so funny because he's just like, all right, show me your tits. <laughs> he's like, get up, turn around, show me your tits. <laughs> but um, and then she they... just like pulls her tits out yeah. of a dress. She's Amazing. horny, she's ready for it. Amazing. But um, so in that scene, they play a game called I Want. Oh. So it begins with. Oh yeah, my notes is how does she know what the game is? Yeah, if someone's like, I want, I'm like, what game is that? What <laughs> made so up right. game is this? He I'm literally so goes, let's play I want. She Matthews. set up against him, put her hands on his thick forearms as if she oh. could stop him from letting go. I want, as in, I want to trace the tattoos on your chest with my tongue. <laughs> Chloe Brown, you slag. I love you. you. Slag. <laughs> I, I, I want to trace his tattoos with my tongue. Just gonna throw that one out there. Mm. I yeah, I, I love that. Be Right? As in, I want to lie naked with you just to know what your skin feels like against mine. This is all Chloe. And he's like, she, he's yeah, like, she's really good at the game. And then she just goes, he goes, you're good at this, blah blah blah. The hard, the hard jut of his erection oh. at the base of her of, of her spine. I want to see your cock. <laughs> <laughs> I every time the fact that she's just like, I want to see your cock. I'm like, <laughs> but then he's like, I want to see your tits. So like, they're a match made. Yeah, they really are. They really go straight to the point, don't they? <laughs> yeah it's, I think that's like that scene is very interesting because previously to this we have the scene of him wanking and then there is a scene where he's at her flat where he does like kiss her a mm. little bit not like they don't kiss on the mouth but he like yeah. kisses her face and then she's like really aroused but you kind of don't have any context about her sort of sexual experience like at that point you know that she had a fiance so you like assume that she had sex obviously um, what she does say about her sex life with her fiance is that if, if she was like um, no sorry I'm too tired he'd be like this isn't what I signed up for mm. or you're boring so I think it's just nice I think for her it's more like Red is so into it that she's like yeah I, what, what I was going to say was you kind of don't know that much about what she's like sexually and then she's like he's like let's play this game and then she's like oh, okay I want to see a cock <laughs> and you're like oh fair enough good for you but she's had like you know weeks to think this through she's probably like that's going on a loop in her head the whole time well but you sort of because there's a lot of doubt up in the air with both of them about whether or not the other one likes them and whether, yeah. whether or not they're both being inappropriate and all of this stuff so at no point have they really communicated to one another that they want to fuck each other apart from when he kind of like kisses the side of her face and then she's like mm, no you should actually stop and he's like oh I'm so sorry um, and then he's like well she didn't want it and I shouldn't have done it but it's fine we'll just stay friends and then she's like actually I just was too horny and didn't know how to cope but obviously neither of them say that to each other because the whole point is that they don't communicate um, and so yeah I think it's if, if you were him I think you've been like fuck okay cool good I'm glad we're actually on the same page <laughs> here's my cock <laughs> show me your tits <laughs> Bish bash bosh, we're so done. True. It's over. We're in a street. <laughs> Just out underneath a statue. That's what I thought. Like when he, she did get her tits out, I was like, "Wow, you, you are just like on a street. Anyone could walk past, yeah. at least with the finger, and they could kind of hide it." You would pretend you were, yeah. Good, like you, you just couldn't. like remove a hand quickly. <laughs> Whereas the tits, you know, it's a whole thing. Yeah, she's got famously 
large boobs. Yeah. Take so, a, a second to put that in. Did you try to hoist them back in? I know, but like, yeah, that is a cracking scene. But I don't know, for me, I couldn't get over the fact that it was... Like, I found it all very hot. And I also think in this scene, Tally Hibbert gets it spot on of like what it's like the first time someone you like touches you, like before the fingering. Like, mm. when he's just like drawing little circles on her skin and like just touching her skin and she's literally like dying she couldn't speak she had no oxygen left the hypnotic circles he made the sensations he sent dancing over her skin had stolen every last breath from her lungs and it's like that he's just touching her like arm but she's so like oh my fucking god like i mean have we i don't know actually if we've said out loud that he just is fucking great in bed yeah. He yeah. seems like he's amazing. Yeah. Like the scene at that you said, you know, when they're at hers and he like goes down on her. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, like, he knows what he's doing. He like and you're like, how? <laughs> but I love him <laughs> because then at the same time he's like uh when when they get to the the fingering, God I'm losing my fucking mind. Kiss me. No, don't, I'll lose it. It's like he's like, kiss me, no, wait, stop <laughs> Show me a tits. <laughs> Wait, just the one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Talia knows what she's fucking talking about. I feel like the whole yeah. book, even between the sex scenes, there's so much tension. There's so much, like, well, sexual tension between them. Mm. She's constantly talking about them being aroused. Mm. It's just in the, there's only three actual scenes. But, yeah, I'd say from about, like, the first 20 pages, I'd say it's horny from then. Mm. But There's a horny vibe. Horny yeah. vibe. Yeah. There's, she gets the vibe of like you know some horny books it's like oh a built a scene of build up and then plot and then a scene of build up and then plot rather mm. than like Tally Hibbert really weaves them together. Like yeah. when the the plot is continuing mm. but there's still like this buzz of them like every time they have a conversation and they could be having a conversation about like mundane things like a website, like she builds him a website and they're talking about that. And it's not explicitly said but the buzz of them being like next to each other and then being attracted to each other is still there. There's a few bits like with Wes, um, not Wes, sorry, with <laughs> Red especially. There's a few times where he like says some stuff. I think in regards to like the website or something, and she's like, "Well, I am very good," and he's like, "Yeah, I'm sure you are." And I was like, <laughs> "Stop!" Like Red, <laughs> yeah, like he's just. I think it says a lot about her character that she's like, I don't know if he wants to fuck me or not because I'm like, he's literally like fucking dog with his tongue hanging out following her around being like, yes, I'm sure you're really good. God, I really like your fucking cardigans. Oh my God. And you're like, he's like got a boner at all times. He's always like, I looked at her and then I got a boner. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. And then I put the cat on my lap because I had a boner. And I'm like, mm, Ew. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> None of us mentioned the sex scene at the end, the tent scene, mm-hmm. which, so part of her get a life was to go camping. That was on her list, obviously. We all want to go camping. I don't. <laughs> no, someone, I don't. Honestly, as someone with chronic pain and chronic fatigue, I cannot tell you how terrible camping is. This is why I was surprised that the first sex scene was in the tent on an airbed. Like, the, the <laughs> so. <laughs> this is my, easily my least favourite horny scene out of all of them. And it's weird because, like, there's a lot of coming. They <laughs> both have a fantastic time. But there's a few things about this scene. First of all, I love how much effort he goes to. Mm, to like, it's amazing. Like, he decks it out. She's not going to be uncomfortable. And it's only for one night. So I think I could get on board with that. Like, I could mm. camp for one night in this setup. 
he's done a cracking job for mm-hmm. her first of all congratulations red but <laughs> a few things they camp quite close to a family they mentioned that and then when the sex scene happens they're not being quiet i know i thought that's yeah. well. yeah. like, famously tents are not thick <laughs> you know that tent is not sound ugh, tents are not soundproof and i went camping a lot as yeah, a teenager with like a big group of friends like unsupervised but let me tell you you can hear what's going down oh wow you can no offense to the people that i have heard but you Ram can hear details. you can hear <laughs> no what's going down um unless you're trying to be quiet and they are not trying to be quiet. They're yeah. having full on. Imagine you're like a, putting your child to bed and all you hear is red beer. Like, you're going to let me slip, slide <laughs> into that pretty pussy. pussy tonight, Chloe? Oh. You'd be like, oh, for fuck's Can sake. You shut up. Stop saying pussy. There's a child in here. <laughs> it's like scout camp. Like, no. next to them, they're like, oh, fuck <laughs> it <laughs> He says cunt in the other scenes. Oh, so. <laughs> no, he does. If this one's more family friendly. <laughs> he took like, it into oh, consideration. He's like, I won't say cunt because there was a child in the tent next to us. <laughs> But yeah, I do like the fairy lights. I think that would build a romantic vibe. 100%. (laughs) What are you laughing at? What have you seen? I do like like the fairy lights. (laughs) So it does make up for it. I really do like fairy lights. I really rate them. (laughs) Like, to be honest with you, I've never been camping. I I never care to. And it just is what it is. But I just feel like I don't have a problem with this scene. It's just not as hot, but I'm not sure why. Is it because they have sex and therefore like the tension is over? Maybe. Is that what it is? No, but I think the tension still... They, she does a great job of like maintaining that tension because obviously Red's like Chloe again is like you know they've they've been doing stuff for a while now and Chloe's like I just want you to fuck me. It's when she's like hurry up. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just yeah. Then he's up. like no. he's like I'm I'm going to make you come first and you're like yeah. <laughs> but then you're also like <laughs> but then Chloe's like okay fine if you have to but like come on like <laughs> oh, come on let's she's get... so excited to see his I know penis. see his dick. <laughs> yeah. I mean there's a couple of lines in this though that I think Tally Hibbert does a great job of making sex the sex in all of her books be like very specific to the characters you couldn't like copy and paste a name and like put like danny or eve into these scenes or like i feel like um in tools of engagement or in like 50 shades it's very much like she wrote a sex scene and then like was like oh yeah i should put the names in or something i should mm-hmm. change the names edward and bella to, to uh, anna and <laughs> christian yeah whereas this one is very specific to them so i love it so when, when he's like get naked and she's like taking off all of her fucking layers because they're in camping the she's, wearing, she's yeah. wearing so many layers and then it's like blah 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 blah, blah. next was her t-shirt her undervest her sports bra god that was a nightmare and i was like yes it was <laughs> taking off sports bras is a nightmare and i'm glad you included that and then when she like looks up and he's naked and she goes she calls his erection like proudly curved against his body <laughs> and i just find it so funny when people describe erections as proud because it imagines like it makes me think of them in like a little top hat yes. being like <laughs> i'm here yeah well done um he like takes off like all her bottom layers in one go so her trackies her leggings and her pants he takes them off and she goes how would he manage that was he a witch and i'm like no. oh, it's just so like chloe like that is so real i, I quite liked that in it's not that scene, but the scene before when he thinks her in her bedroom, that she like goes to length to sort of talk about the different parts of the vagina and the vulva. She talks about the clit, she talks about the G spot, and it's like it's not just like 
in a lot of smut where it's like yeah and he fucking rammed a finger inside her and then she was like oh i'm coming he's like i just knows she makes him out like he knows what he's doing so specifically yeah and chloe's yeah. like what what fuckery is this like yeah. this is crazy and you're like yeah i'm not a fan of the word pussy or cunt when in sex scenes i find cunt very um aggressive yeah <laughs> very like oh. but i find this book she gets the perfect balance of like saying you know just of erection or like weird things like that and just being like cock dick tits you know there's mm-hmm. none, none of this like thickness sharp yeah that, beefy erection oh, there's okay. none of that it's just he's got a big erection and there it is and i can't wait you know what i mean it's none of like this sure. you know in a goddess you know like she does use the word folds and i but only once <laughs> and other smutty books I've read, like the Kiss Quotient, is constantly talking the about folds all the time. So talking about that. folds, <laughs> it's fine. So aggressive. <laughs> um, yeah, I the Kiss Quotient uh, really uh, upset me. The fact that he's always just talking about fucking folds, and I'm like, mm. it's just not sexy. Ugh. But Talia Hibbert does it great. She uses just nice, bog standard words that don't make you go like ugh and make you take you out of the scene. I think. I feel like this is smut for the modern reader. And I'll, t- and I'll tell you what. This is smut for the Monday woman. <laughs> because it's like, I feel... Because I, f- I think that previous... The sort of use of, like, kind of almost euphemisms for genitals. So, like, you know, using the word sex instead of vagina or whatever is sort of a leftover from the past. Like, I reckon when we read Julie Cooper, it's going to be, like, euphemistic as fuck. She's not saying the word dick, is she? Like, no. Whereas with Tali Hibbert, she's kind of like... Yeah, you can say the word dick and it's still, say it's, it's vagina, still sexy. Yeah. Like, yeah. It might be an anatomical... I mean, the word dick's not anatomical, is it? But more anatomical than thickness or whatever. Beef. It's <laughs> member. like... Member. <laughs> Velvet member. Oh, oh, where are you getting that from? <laughs> Top of my head. Oh, my <laughs> no one let Nia write smart. I say Nia's writing her own smart. Ooh. Nice sex <laughs> Yeah, I feel like she can sort of use more sort of anatomical or graphic whatever the right word is words and you're just like yeah we're all like saying it's not we're not approaching sex from a euphemistic way no. we're not approaching it as this kind of like magical thing that nobody talks about and we're all just kind of like oh me my horny my secret tiny horny book and he says the word member and i'm like oh no it's like cock this yeah, yeah. this is a fucking cock and we're like we're yeah, doing it nice we're outside <laughs> nice cock <laughs> That is this book. <laughs> nice cock. <laughs> I could be the summary. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole tent thing was based off the list of she wants to go camping. The other things on the list, she moved out. Good job. Drunken night out. Good job. Riding a motorbike. That was a good scene. I really liked that, that scene. That was good. That scene's yeah. quite hot, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, because she's, she's like, her, she's straddling him almost. Well, no. She's straddling the seat by like... Behind her, him. Yeah, her legs so her crotch is like him. against him. It's, yeah. it's also quite like, he's like, oh, it's fun because she actually liked it and my ex hated it. And she's like, oh my God, I'm actually like doing a thing. And I, yeah. It was really, that seems, it's really, like really nice. Yeah. Like, oh. But also it's like, oh. yeah. But he was like, I have to concentrate on the road so much because yeah. otherwise I'm going to get a hard on. 
<laughs> yeah, her fucking thighs are so close yeah. to me. Well, think so, about like where her hands are. Yeah. It's probably like, right by his stomach. That is. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's like put her ha- his hand on her calf, and now he's like got a boner, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> she's just somewhere around him, so of course he's got a boner. <laughs> he does have a calf fetish. By calf, I mean the bottom part of your leg. <laughs> Baby cow. No. <laughs> delicious. Oh, delicious, says the vegan. <laughs> so the other one is have meaningless but thoroughly enjoyable sex. She didn't take that off, really. She does. She changes it for red, doesn't she? Because, she changed, yeah, uh, to was it keep red? Yeah, like fall in love, isn't it? Yeah, travel the world with nothing but hand luggage. The epilogue. I'm guessing she must have done that. Yeah, because they're in New York. How do you go to New York with just hand luggage? C- question. Yeah. Question. Very good question. I don't yeah. really know why the hand luggage is important. I think it's maybe a thing of like not using the money that she has to be mm. like storage oh, and I see. less things less worldly yeah, possessions less so. distractions maybe minimalist lifestyle yeah, yeah like exactly. not for me i cannot do it agreed yeah marie Kondo. who and the last one do something bad so her something bad was being accidentally peeping on him oh yeah i think this bit's stupid i think it's yeah. so so stupid it no, but she goes bit. back to do it but like, but I was like, is that it's, that bad? It's dark. He's got wooden um, curtains wide open and with his light on. on, shirtless. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing because he also admits that he's doing it because he wants her to watch him. Yeah, and says, "Oh, I can see her." So you're looking as well. But yeah, she's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm a terrible." Well, person. surely she should put like getting fingered in a public place down as a bad thing yeah but she ticked off that was like one of the first things she ticked off was doing something bad i don't know i think if you're knowingly like looking at someone and being like lustful about it it's it's kind of bad yeah but she acts like she was like oh my gosh he knows how is he speaking why would he ever speak to me oh you'd be so embarrassed yeah but if you if someone wouldn't even i'd be like oh i just accidentally looked Oh, no, but you'd be like, oh, yeah, you say that, you'd be like, oh, I, I accidentally look like. <laughs> Wait, are you trying to say that I'm not cool? <laughs> I think. Perhaps... Can you imagine he looks out the window at you and you're there with a fucking. in your pajamas with <laughs> a mug and you're like. That's uh, not how it was, it though. Is. That's how she goes yeah, back. Yeah, she, like, she, like, she goes back and she like opens the curtain again and watches and he looks up and she's there like ah! <laughs> but I think the whole thing is that she's like oh I'm going to have to tell him and then he's not going to want to speak to me anymore and I'm yeah. like if someone said to you we live opposite each other and the other day I did look at you a bit while you were paying you'd be like alright yeah. I don't think you'd be like fucking devil get away from me <laughs> fucking sicko no, but she's, just be just like, em- she's just embarrassed because she fancies him but it's the whole thing about how she's like something bad, something terrible. Oh, right, she's a wet wipe. Leave her alone. Sorry, yeah, maybe that's it. Mm. <laughs> be less of a wet Stop. wipe. Stop. Put that on your list. Yeah. <laughs> but what smoked. would what would be on your guys's list? Is what just one extra thing to add? Yeah, one thing you're allowed to add because I don't think to get a life. Yeah, because obviously we've said about that. You know, no hand luggage. That's maybe not something we'd have on our list. Mm. Camping, you're not, Ellen. You're not going to have oh, that on your list. Alice, you've already camped, so you know <laughs> you're fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Move out. I was like, that's definitely the good one to do. Uh, We've all moved out. We've all moved out. Oh, yeah. A, it's a, like, you know. Mine over, would be over. like, uh, it's a bit, it's a bit, I don't know if it's lame, but I, I would like to do like a sunrise ocean swim. That would be That nice. would be like a cool thing. I don't think it's get alive. I'm more thinking of like a bucket list. What would I do to get alive? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, well, I mean, probably like loads of things. Like, probably like actually take a drug or like a drug a drug just one drug <laughs> just one drug one time and or like 
I'd love to do like an like an all nighter, like watch the sunrise like after doing an all nighter, but I physically could not. Yeah, I just yeah. I get tired. Yeah, I'm not. I'm so sleepy. And like three a.m. to five a.m. is famously the worst time in the world. <laughs> Famously, not, you not if you're shagging in a tent. You don't want to be awake. I quite like my life. I don't need to get a different one. <laughs> Thank you, Chloe. <laughs> I think like the travelling with hand luggage. I I could keep. Yeah, that. I would like that. I would like. To I travel. could keep that because I think I'm a loser and I overpack and I get really anxious. I so would I'm say like, that for all of us. Just, yeah. yeah, just like in general, like the travelling thing is probably yeah. how I would get more of a life. But also COVID. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it, actually. I would quite like to drastically change my appearance for a bit. Like if, you know... Shave your head. <gasps> don't even. Like, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I dress very much in my comfort zone. Mm. So to maybe for like one night go out fully, I don't know, I was going to say drag... May, probably not drag but like something cool mm. really something cool that I, I didn't think I could pull off but that's mm. just my head mm. you know? yeah mm. that's a really good one. Yeah. one the only other thing is the miscommunication that we've definitely <laughs> because just... the miscommunication with the window that's infuriating the auntie so when they're on their night out after the fingering outside she bumps into her auntie and he's like ooh who's this fella like he's really hot she's like oh nobody and he is not happy about no, it. No, he is like triggered by it. But I'm he, thinking he's triggered by it, but it's also like, has he just forgotten that he was literally just fingering her? And she's in front of a relative. Like I wouldn't be like, ah, oh, yes, auntie, here is this man who just, you know, just gave me an orgasm. Yeah. Like like I think, you know, it's fair because he's triggered. It's yeah. not just him overthinking. Well, it is, but he's because he's actually triggered by his past relationship. Yeah. He just he takes that it's so seriously, and again later on with the stuff about the list and the sisters are like you've ticked two things off your list and he's like she can't possibly mean me she can't possibly mean that she wants to have casual sex with me because we're so meaningful it's like if you took like five minutes and were like oh what did you mean when you said that yeah but he's triggered yeah but he's triggered and it's the thing is i'm like we've all been triggered and you know how you react so you're immediately like oh fuck right yeah this is happening again i've got to go this is why the miscommunication trope isn't horrific in these books because he's triggered there's a reason for that there's a real reason it's behind not just random them, is it yeah behind them being like okay right fuck you then like this is enough there's a real reason behind both of them because then when he does storm out and is like we're done and she says if you if you go we're done for good and then he still goes and then he's instantly like fuck no regrets mm. um and she she can't get over it then because she's triggered and you're like oh yes legitimate reasons behind miscommunication rather than you know what we get in these books sometimes which is like oh, i haven't seen my you know a bee stung me and now i can't fucking like what are you talking about in bridgerton yeah, and it's like oh, right, yeah. i've been stung by a bee bridgerton, and therefore yeah. i can't get married and you're like fuck <laughs> off like what are you talking about <laughs> i've been stung by a bee my dad was killed by a bee sting and therefore i can't get married not i was stung by yes, a bee sorry, <laughs> right. my dad i've been stung by a bee and so i will never get married <laughs> That's basically what it is. That's my payback to the bees. They'll never get to see me get married. (laughs) (laughs) And what I would say is that it's hard for the reader to see these characters that you love being upset when you know they could just talk it out. But obviously you can't help the fact they're triggered. You want to look after them. You want to explain what the situation is. You can't. I think it's interesting because I think it's kind of like with your friends where sometimes you can't stop your friend from like making a decision or being triggered. But you're witnessing it and you're like, no stop <laughs> this is wrong but ultimately you're like we well, you have to let people live their own lives and that's what this book is like i suppose isn't it? yeah it's like because you she does do a great job of 
making you like them, getting you attached to them. Even though I feel like we don't get enough detail about Red, you still feel like you know them quite well, mm-hmm. and therefore you're like, no, stop it. Yeah. Whereas like, there's some stuff. I mean, like in fucking um, Tools of Engagement, when they uh, when she dumps him from the house flip, I was like, <laughs> idiot, fucking twat. <laughs> fuck off like that kind of thing you just like don't give a shit do you whereas like with this you're like no yeah and the book the fact that he gives her this meaningful gift but she doesn't re- she doesn't open the book which explains everything doesn't it yeah yeah, yeah. and it could have so he's there thinking like, like oh my, my gosh God. she's read the book and she still doesn't want me yeah and oh. she just hasn't why would you not open a book? I could never. I would have no. opened it as soon me as it too. Landed, she oh opens God. it. She sees that it's got writing in it and she shuts it immediately and she's like, I don't want to read it. Because she's like, I'm done. Yeah. Ow, I'm too nosy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I could never. No. So that was infuriating. Mm. Um, <laughs> I should have brought this up earlier, but don't you just love the tree scene? Where she's climbing with the first. Oh, with the cat. Where she's up the, yeah. up the getting the cat. The up the <laughs> she's up the dark. I just really liked it. No, it was really nice, and that's when I thought that Red was funny. Cause he was like, "Fuck that cat!" Yeah. <laughs> what, what the fuck are you doing up a tree? Yeah. <laughs> and the bit, then when she has to give the cat back, and then when he comes over and he's like, "Where's the cat?" and she's like, "It's, it's gone. It's fine." And he's like, "It's not fine, is it?" And she's like, "No, <laughs> my cat back. I love it." And then he's like, "You should make friends with the woman whose cat it is." And he's just like, "I don't." me friends and he's like I want you to have friends and you're like ah he's such a nice boy I also think like yeah I don't know I love that bit I love her sarcasm I love Chloe Brown's like sarcasm I think it's done Mm. really well Mm. and not in like a oh shut the fuck up way it's just how she talks every Mm. you know she's just things she says and also just I just have to say this (laughs) just a line I found from like the beginning where um where they meet round the corner for one of the first times where he's like Red's voice was so deep it almost made her jump out of her clothes wait no skin she meant skin I, I love it <laughs> that was really good <laughs> also oh we're back to the tree scene when she's like oh can I have this cat he's like well you're not allowed cats but you know fine then she goes into her room into her house and then he knocks the door and he's like I hear you have a cat in here <laughs> I was like well that's an awful pretense of coming into the house isn't it <laughs> oh I love them I love Very, them both yeah. so much mm. I, know. I also should have mentioned this earlier how insane Chloe was how they portrayed Chloe at the beginning how like evil she is yeah but she is actually she pours hot drink into an old person's letterbox yeah because their name is Charlotte Brown and their male gets confused and you're like obviously if your name's Chloe Brown and Charlotte Brown and you live in the same building yeah your male will get confused sometimes and she's like fuck this and like throws coffee Coffee. in her mail yeah it's really weird I was like that's It's intense yeah and Red's like, mm. yeah, and she's like, she's like, mm, just my quirky personality. Yeah. You wouldn't know if you've not read the book and you're listening to us talk about this now. And I think this actually is a very good thing. Is that Chloe Brown is plus size, and hmm. do don't you notice yeah. that that has not really come up like once in our conversation because it's not a plot point. There's nothing wrong. Like sometimes you read books about like plus size women and it's like that's the plot that's That's who they are they're plus size and actually chloe's plus size she's sexy someone's attracted to her and like they they have nothing to do with each other like Mm. red doesn't fetishize the fact that she's a bigger girl no she is perfectly comfortable with her skin she never Mm. once says anything mean about her own body it's so true and um it's got nothing to do with the book but it's just there and it's an excellent thing because it's like Mm. cracking and red loves that she's so like soft and curvy mm. that's it she but keeps it's saying soft and like oh, I but love it's that. never in like a 
fetishizy way it's just mm-hmm. he loves chloe and she happens to be plus size and i think it's just a really wonderful thing it's in all of the brown in 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 the entire trilogy all of the sisters are plus sized and it's never a thing and these yeah. very attractive men are still very attracted to them because they are very attractive women yeah who just happen to be plus sized and it's got i just fuck it i really like that it's got nothing to do with anything i agree it's yeah. excellent representation mm. mm-hmm. i just had to put that one in there. no i love that well it's the same as the chronic pain isn't it well, yeah. the chronic illness like it's the it's part of her but it's not all she is no but it's like a small representation as well mm. to be like you're still so sexy so, it doesn't so, matter and she doesn't she doesn't hate herself no not at all she has no you know well if she does I mean everyone does but she never is like oh I wish I wasn't this size she never looks in the mirror and thinks ill of her body and you're like mm. yes yeah. that's so good yeah. and when he's like when he says like oh you look so good she doesn't like put herself down in any way be like no like, she's well if I was like, skinnier I'm so fit yeah <laughs> I'm yes, that. you should think that because I'm fit as fuck. Yeah. And you're like, yep, yeah, love it. Good right, for you. It. Okay, and the last question would be: Out of ten, how horny would you rate this book? Eight. Mm. Eight. I think that's a good one. You yeah, too. I'd say eight point five. <laughs> of course, you got to have because it. Because I just need to get it above. I need to get it more than a point away from Tools of Engagement. Oh, I know. I give Tools of Engagement six, so we're fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, eight, eight to eight point five. Because I think I wanted more yeah that's why yep. because i think of the qu- the quality 10 out of 10 but <laughs> it's dragged down by the fact that i'm like i wanted more sexy like the book could have just been i, I would have taken a longer book and yeah. she just added it more sexy and so that would have been fine 100 yeah. so tarly if you're listening please um but yeah i think like an eight because i'm not i don't think we'll ever reach a perfect 10 until i start writing my own smart number oh but <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> but yeah Eight. I think eight's a really good rating. Yeah, I agree with you. And eight point five. Eight point five is a great rating. I wouldn't. Yeah, the only reason it's not like a ten. If we're basing it like on the book, yeah. Um, but if you were looking at like the actual just scenes, if you just like showed me the scene and were like, "What do you think mm. of this?" Um, the only the why it can't be a ten and why I think for me no smart scene will ever be a ten is because of the way that people describe vaginas. Like that's folds fair. Yeah. and like cunt and pussy. It just makes slide. me. It just slide. It just makes me all go like. Mm. I wonder if we read and, some like lesbian erotica written by a woman, because it's written by a woman. But maybe it's like because it's from a man's perspective. I don't know if it would be more like accurate of what. Yeah, maybe. Like. It's very hard. It's, I, I, it's hard to describe. I, yeah. for sure. It's hard to describe. I sympathise with them. And Tally Hibbert's done a cracking job and has yeah. written some excellent, excellent smart. But then as soon as you get down to like the nitty gritty description words, like we said, this one does so much better with uh, describing penises because it just uses things like erection, dick and cock. And you're mm-hmm. like, great. I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not picturing that. meat. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Deli meat. Deli meat, exactly. <laughs> so you're like, excellent. But, oh, but it's not with right there with the vagina. Is that the highest that we've had so far? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the best one by far, isn't it? But the bar... <laughs> I've said this so many fucking times. The bar's so low because <laughs> Red, White and Royal Blue, no sex. Tools Engagement. Wes doesn't shut up. Grim. Fifty Shades of Grey. Horrific. Mm. Abuse, yeah. Abuse, yeah. <laughs> and then this. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Ends yawning. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, thanks so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with us and tell us what you rate Chloe Brown out of 10... 
it's hornybookclub at gmail.com we love the comments we love the we recommendations tell us what you want us to read you can also get in touch with us on instagram at horny book club or just follow us you don't have to like message us you can just <laughs> you can we'll reply yeah. <laughs> promise <laughs> um and we will do more stuff on more social media so tiktok and twitter as well yeah. we are trying but yeah. we're gonna give it a go if you're gonna read any one of these books so far just read this one just for a nice time just yeah. for a good just for a time. good nice time without <laughs> any jarring words like beefy erection oh, she does say thick jut though she just says jut jut no, of the erection I read, I read thick jut no, I was like, totally. Oh, I didn't worry. On that note. On that note. Bye bye. Bye.